Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1548, Dealing with Difficult Relatives, by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. Hello, everybody. I am your host, Greg Audino, and welcome back to the show that's all about improving your relationships. Now, today I'll be narrating a post from Steve Pavlina on dealing with difficult relatives. And by the way, if you like this episode, be sure to check out the Optimal Living Daily podcast too, if you somehow haven't done so yet. That's our first ever podcast. Justin narrates from Steve Pavlina's blog pretty frequently over there, uh, covering personal development, minimalism, and a lot more. Not all of our authors cross over between multiple shows in the network, but Steve definitely does. He's a really multi-talented guy. So with that aside, Let's hear what he has for us today on ORD as we optimize your life. Dealing with Difficult Relatives by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com With regards to the post on dealing with difficult people, several commenters asked follow-up questions on how to deal with difficult relatives, such as an overbearing parent or in-law. The original post was written in terms of dealing with difficult people with whom you have a professional relationship, such as your boss or a coworker. But if the problem person is a relative and your relationship is personal instead of professional, that's a whole different beast. Define and verbalize your boundaries. You set the boundaries in your relationships. If those boundaries are crossed and the other person can't seem to take the hint, you have to assert yourself to restore balance. If you have relatives who fail to respect your boundaries and behave as if the purpose of your relationship is for you to bend over backwards to satisfy all of their needs, you certainly aren't alone. I'm talking about boundaries that you consider to be bottom lines that should not be crossed, ones that make you feel violated when they are. For example, if you value your privacy and a relative insists on frequent unannounced drop-in visits, that may be a bottom line for you. Or if your mother-in-law and Dora keeps turning you into barnyard animals without your consent, you might feel it's time to put a stop to it, especially if you begin craving grass while in human form. The first thing to realize is that it's perfectly okay to satisfy your own needs. A relationship that makes you feel violated isn't healthy. Correcting problematic relationships in a physical, external world sense is fairly straightforward. You must clearly define the boundaries you're comfortable with, let the other person know what those boundaries are, and then enforce them. There isn't much more to it than that. If your boundaries are reasonable and the person is either unwilling or incapable of complying with them, you're done. In most situations, it would be foolish to continue such a relationship. It will only erode your self-respect. 
If you've been going years without clearly verbalizing and enforcing your boundaries like a mature adult, i.e. you've been letting the other person treat you like a child for too long, most likely the other person won't take you seriously at first. They may even react with a bit of shock, usually fiend, at the mere suggestion that you dare attempt to put restrictions on their behavior. Just let that person have their reaction, but stand your ground anyway. Enforce your boundaries. There are many ways to enforce your boundaries. Here's an approach I happen to like. Let the other person know that for the next 30 days, you intend to strictly enforce the boundaries you've described. And if that person violates your boundaries, even once during those 30 days, you then begin a 30-day communications blackout. For 30 days, you simply have no contact with the other person. No drop-in visits, no phone calls, no emails, nothing, unless it's absolutely mandatory. After the 30-day fasting period, you can restart the original 30-day boundary enforcement trial and repeat the process. Of course you should let the other person know you're doing this, be totally transparent about what you're doing. Also, let the other person know you're resorting to this process because they've left you no choice. If the other person attempts to make contact with you at all during the 30-day blackout, the 30 days resets to day one. If this happens more than a couple times and you reach the point where you're pretty clear the other person has no intention of respecting your boundaries whatsoever, regardless of your attempts to enforce them, then you're done. The relationship is dead, at least in its current form. If the other person can't even respect your boundaries for 30 days, then what kind of future do you have together? It means that your boundaries will be trampled for as long as you allow the relationship to continue to exist in its current form. This might sound a bit harsh, but keep in mind that before you reach this point, you've already expressed your needs clearly to the other person and you were trampled. You owe it to yourself to take a step back and see if you really wish to continue this relationship at all. The 30-day blackout period is a time for both of you to reevaluate your relationship from a distance. It's also a massive pattern interrupt that lets the other person know with certainty that they've crossed an uncrossable line and enough is enough. Disarm the primary weapon of guilt. If the other person attempts to use guilt as a tool of manipulation, which is extremely common, that's fairly easy to overcome. Whenever you perceive the other person attempting to manipulate your emotions by making you feel guilty, bring the whole matter to conscious awareness by asking, you're not trying to make me feel guilty, are you? The other person will probably deny it, but soon the pattern will reemerge. Keep interrupting the pattern of falling into a state of guilt by bringing attention to the other person's emotionally manipulative tactics. Simply keep asking questions like, why do you feel it necessary to attempt to use guilt as a tool of manipulation? Or, you must really find this upsetting if you feel it necessary to try to make me feel guilty to get what you want. Can we try a more mature way of discussing this, perhaps? You don't need to beat the person up about it, but put a stop to the weapon of guilt once and for all. If you refuse to enter the emotional state of guilt, it will allow you to be more compassionate in seeing that the other person is probably using guilt because they feel powerless. And if you can address that powerlessness, you have the opportunity to transform the relationship for good. Who does the enforcing? If the problem relative is an in-law or equivalent if you're not married, then the person most closely related to them is the one who must do the enforcing, i.e. your significant other. This is especially important in a marriage, 
you and your spouse must put each other first above all other relatives. If one of your spouse's relatives is violating your boundaries, then your spouse must bring it to their attention and do the enforcing. Problems of this nature are especially common in relationships between 20-somethings because you're often in a transitional phase with how you identify your primary family. For example, if you're living with someone, you may be getting closer to them while still thinking of your family as the one you were born into. But when you're married with a couple kids, you're likely to think of your primary family as your spouse and children. So for many people, the 20s represent a period of shifting identities, a time when problems with other relatives can spike because they interfere with your romantic relationship and your partner will bring it to your attention. It's not uncommon to be living with someone and building a close romantic relationship while gradually discovering the other person is still married to his or her mommy or equivalent. When you see this pattern occurring, where you don't have the leverage to enforce boundaries on your spouse's relative, and your partner seems spineless about having a confrontation, then you have to enforce these boundaries with your partner by holding him or her directly responsible for the behavior of his or her relative. This has the benefit of pushing your partner to grow up, albeit sometimes kicking and screaming, and learning to put your needs first and mommy's needs second. Some people just need a good kick to get themselves out of childhood and into adulthood, especially during their 20s. In the long run, your partner will likely be grateful to you for his or her new spine. If all else fails, run. If this solution fails, just up and move to another city. Many people swear their marriages have been saved by this solution. You just listened to the post titled, Dealing with Difficult Relatives by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And thanks a lot to Steve for helping us not only stand up for ourselves a bit, but also encouraging us to reflect on what our boundaries are, you know, which many of us don't seem to do quite as much as we should. And, uh, you know, as I was reading this, something that ran through my mind, and I'm sure some of your minds as well, is that feeling of anxiety that can be attached to it. Steve even alluded to how it might feel a bit harsh. But in spite of all the other wonderful benefits Steve listed that should be focused on, try not to tell yourself the story that this will only lead to your relatives being upset with you or misunderstanding you. They're adults too. That means they're capable of learning and reflecting and recovering just like you are. And what you have here is the chance to grant them with that opportunity. So maybe, just maybe, this can be helpful to both or all of you. Okay, folks, and with that, we are going to wrap up for the day. 
I thank you as always for listening and enjoying Steve's work with me this time. Time to get going, so have a great rest of your day, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.